1: Footy. I'm so keen, so keen to talk about footy. We've got some huge news. Look, it was a great break until probably Sunday or Saturday for me. I'm just sitting back, enjoying my whole fucking break going, how good's life? <laughs> Broncos premierships next couple of years, of course, young, good team, all the drama behind us. And then boom, nuke drops into my phone. Selwyn Cobo's comments about Kevin Walters that was set on a podcast. I think it was October last year. Now, some people might say, "Oh, it's just the media dragging it up." Maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. It doesn't change the fact that it was said. It was said on a public forum. It was said about a coach. Obviously, I've got plenty to say about this. Uh, but as a you know a former Bronco, but you know, yes, I'm a former Bronco, but I see myself more as a fan of the Broncos now. Uh, it's been so many years. It, it sucks. It really sucks to see your next superstar, um, you know, unfortunately, say those things publicly uh not that he has that opinion the, the I'll get I'll get into it further now he's come out and said it was just a silly joke look I respect someone and having to you know there's certain things you have to do at work to appease certain people and all that kind of stuff and and I understand it but like if you watch the clip you, it's it doesn't seem to me like it was a joke uh in my opinion um and maybe maybe it was a joke and he just delivered it incorrectly but I've watched the clip and I I think that there's a bit... Where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, I don't know whether the fire is still going, but there's no denying there was fire at the end of last year. But I'll give my deeper thoughts on it first. Gourino. Can't even say it properly anymore. I'm that rattled guru. Guru, what's going on? (laughs) Guru, what do you reckon, mate? It's tough
0: to watch, mate. Uh, Obviously, someone came out and said it was taken out of context. Uh, The clips
1: I watched, uh,
0: it's a tough argument.
1: Look, as I said, I feel disrespectful by saying different to what he's saying. yeah. But unfortunately, when you watch that clip, I didn't take it as a joke or out of context. Yeah,
0: and I mean, you know, the guy's young. There's a heap of excuses, but you've just got to be fucking better. You've got to be smarter than that. Whether you're a footballer, whatever you are, you don't go onto a public forum and bash your boss like that. It just just makes no sense whatsoever. Um, Yeah, I'm a little bit worried about your Broncos now just quietly.
1: Yeah. Just loudly, I am too. <laughs> Very loudly. Uh, Timmy, I'll get your thought- thoughts first and then I'll give my thoughts.
2: Yeah, you can't go public in any industry in the world and just bash your boss like that. And it's the timing of it is, for obvious reasons, so poor. We're just about to go into to the start of the, the trial games of 2023. And, you know, it, it happened in October last year. Had it come out then when they had this, you know, the what seemed to be off-field dramas because they capitulated at the back end of the year it would have been like... It just would have added to it then, and it would have been like, all right, done, out of the way by Christmas yeah. New Year. We're going to 2023, fresh start. It was recorded, obviously, last year, but it's, it's fresh now. Yeah. And for that, how they are starting their 2023, the Broncos, Selwyn, he's had a bit of a, a Barry Crocker in this one, <coughs> and, oh, the, the Bronx, there's, there's something going on there. And, like, as a as someone who's happy to see Brisbane not do that well as a proud New South Welshman... <laughs> um, even I'm getting to the point where I'm starting to feel sorry for the Bronx and a few of these things happening because they just you don't want them starting the year like that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially like we have like Selwyn is a superstar in the making. Like he's not there yet because he hasn't achieved it, but like his trajectory is on that route. I will say there are some, you know, worrying signs in regards to I guess him being so young at the moment and handling that superstar. But yeah, look, obviously. As a former bronco the, the interesting thing about these is is that like in every workplace every workplace whether it's footy whether it's you know you're a tradie or you work in an office people talk about and have their opinions on their boss and they talk about whether they're good or whether they're bad there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong if someone is playing for Kevy, and he just doesn't feel that he is a good coach even though i would say he's too young to make that call even if you th- like, even if you felt that way, there's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to have an opinion on people that work with you. The concern I have is, first of all, you're right, Guru. Yes, he's young, but, like, come on. That, that, that is – you cannot say that publicly. I, you know, people say they're comfortable on a podcast, rah-rah. You still know there's a microphone in front of you. You still know this is going out in public. Um, so this is, so there's that. There's that. And, and, look, if that was in isolation, let's say he said something else that was different to – you know, the coach, I don't think he's a good coach or whatever, I would be like, look, one stuff up, he just said it, he's young. The real concern for me is is why is he comfortable enough to say that? Hmm. How many conversations are having happening internally between young players or older players or whoever it is, where two people now are so comfortable in saying that the coach, I would be as a young guy coming through, scared shitless to say anything like that out loud to anyone outside of my close, like, you know, your closer teammates. And so my real concern of the Broncos right now is, is that one guy could just be a disgruntled player. Two guys now coming out and publicly saying that, yes, it was around the same time, and maybe they have patched things up since then. But it's a sign of this is something that, in my opinion, senior players can stop. If you've got a, a senior playing group the amount of times that I would walk into training and there'd be Corey Parker and your Lockyer and your Hojo and all these people. And like, we may have been unfairly treated or whatever. Like we may have been unfairly treated and I'm sooking and the younger guys are sooking and we start, you know, sooking to each other. The amount of times like the boys, whereas Corey, Hojo, Lockyer, whatever, would be like, oh, shut up. Doesn't, doesn't matter how you feel about it. That's the decision that's been made um and that's the direction we're going and and you knew as a young guy that they agreed with you but you also knew is that it doesn't matter the decision has been made this is what we are doing and we follow it and we work it out later and i think that the concern at the broncos at the moment is is that there's no and i've said this for years now so i know a lot of broncos fans will be i guess overhearing it but the older group of players have the power to rein this in there's no put it this way there's no way in my opinion if there was older senior players that were very strong senior playing group, if they heard wind of the younger guys talking like that, even if they agreed with the younger guys, they'd be like, guys, do not talk like that because that isn't helping anyone. He's our coach. he signed for the next couple of years. So that's my biggest concern is how comfortable they are in saying that at a club that, you know.
0: And just add another layer to it, like how comfortable he is. That was in October how has she slept every night knowing that's out there? It's a matter of fucking time until someone finds that. Yeah. I I just, I I find it unbelievable that it's been sitting there for so long and he's sweet. Like not asked to
1: take it down. Maybe he did ask to take it down, but like, like, yeah, again, it's it's really, really concerning. Like this is, I'm really concerned for the Broncos at the moment. I can see, because you can come out all you want and say, oh, you know, we're all good now. We're this, that, the next thing. Like, Are we really? Oh, sorry. um, I was just going to
2: point out, it's kind of interesting that the whole Tyson Gamble podcast thing happened probably a month before that as well. So Selwyn would have seen all that unfold, and then a month later, he's on a podcast saying pretty much the same thing.
1: Yeah, well, the guy in the podcast, when he asked Selwyn, I'm pretty sure he brings up the Tyson situation. Um, And so... It's real real concerns because you might say oh look it's all sorted right Reese Welsh incident on the weekend uh, there's another incident with one of the players who is allegedly involved in you know something pretty poor, pretty poor again I don't want to talk about it because we don't know the the uh, the case and what's happening and the, the police are taking care of it then you've obviously got some more personal issues with some of their biggest players don't want to go into that because it has you know but put it this way there is a lot of uh, Turbulence at the Broncos right now.
0: And I also think that, you know, as much as you know, you're know, you talking about the coach like that, is also one of the Broncos' greatest players of all time. Yeah. Like there, there, there would be guys that, you know, have probably, you know, the people would say are better players than Kevin Maltz's, but I think he's featured in every single premiership except for 2006.
1: Oh, yeah. What, five premierships? Yeah. I Unbelievable. I, I will say, I mean, he still shouldn't have said it for sure, but I will say in Cobo's defence, at the very least, he did acknowledge like he's a great, Player of the past, rah rah. But you're right though. Like, regardless, even if you do say that, then don't say the next bit. Um, so anyway, the quote was: "He's a good person, like a good bloke, but I don't think he's a good coach. He's not the best coach, but he's all right." Um, and for people thinking, "Oh, it's just a quote," you hear it differently when you watch it. Go and watch it. It doesn't. I think quote, it
0: sounds worse from him than when you wrote it. Yeah, it's him.
1: not. It's 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 unfortunate. It's really really unfortunate. Timmy, what do you what do you reckon? Do you think that there's a concern? You know, because you might say, okay, well, Penrith Panthers don't have an older senior playing group to a degree. Like uh, maybe you could consider, consider Fisher-Harris and Isaiah Yeo a bit older. Um, do you think the concern stems into the fact that the senior playing group aren't nipping this in the butt?
2: It's funny. It was the exact point I was going to bring up off the back of what you've just said about the, the playing group. And you look at it and you go, are they lacking the senior playing group? So they've got Adam Reynolds, who's obviously sort of a, you know, such a you know, proud leader of this club. Who's been there for one season. Outside of Adam Reynolds, you've got Paddy Carrigan, who's another leader, but he's also 25 years old, very new to the, to the role of being, you know, as a part of this leadership group. Outside of that, you've got Corey Oates, who's been there a while, a bit longer, but he's a winger. No one listens to wingers anyway, so it's irrelevant. True. Outside of that, though, like it is a young squad, it is a young leadership group. Um, while this might only be one concern for them in a, a broader spectrum of, of issues at the Broncos, are they just Are they lacking that Senior playing group That you speak about so often Because yeah. to me It looks like they are
1: Oh for sure Like you you think If if Adam Reynolds You know Didn't speak to Selwyn Before that interview You think Adam Reynolds Wouldn't have been like Bro regardless if you think that Don't say anything publicly Of course that's the advice Adam Reynolds would give Would give. Mm. And also The advice Adam Reynolds would give Was like It doesn't matter He's our coach We need to go In the same direction um, You know I've told this story Ad nauseum, But just for people that are, I guess, newer to the podcast. 2008, we're playing really well, then we had a couple of bad games. Um, Wayne Bennett calls us all into the the team meeting and basically says, boys, if if you don't feel that this is the year that we can win the comp, let me know and we can plan Mad Monday, we can plan our away trip. He said, I don't care what we do as long as we do it together. And that is an example of Regardless of whether you agree or disagree with someone, you all have to be on the same page because you're in it together. At the end of the day, there's no other coach. He signed there. He's not getting the sack before the season starts. You know, we assume. Um, really, really concerning. Uh, anything else on the situation? And look, again, is it? This is more like this is more me being disappointed at the state of the Broncos rather than Cabo. In the sense that, yes, I'm disappointed that Cobo said it for sure. But young people make mistakes. And it's like, you know, Cobo is a, quite a young player. It's not like he went out and did something, hor- you know what I mean, horrible that we'd also, oh, yeah, condemn him. You know, he said his opinion on the wrong space. He's quite young, not that well media trained yet. Um, and so it's more about a reflection of, like, what's happening internally for people yeah. to be saying in, that publicly. In the grand
2: scheme of issues in NRL, this is the smallest blip yeah. on the radar. Yeah. It's like it'll blow over. It's not that dramatic. But... In terms of this, what is seemingly becoming a bit more of a, a sort of toxic culture leaking in at Red Hill, mm. um, it, it's a sign of that, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Caught by himself, as I said it'll blow over. It's all good. Yeah. But what the hell's going on at the Broncos? Oh, mate. Did you guys hear the other comments that he said in the in the podcast about, about the, how he walked out?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, young young man, 18, 19 years old. They're getting beaten, and he wants to go home early. I, look, it's not good. How, how many of us have snuck out of work things when we were younger or didn't turn up to certain things we should have and and all that kind of stuff? So, again, that in isolation is just like, yep, slap on the wrist, give him a fine, move on. But when you add it to everything else, you start going, holy heck, like what is happening up there? Especially when, you
0: know, so an incredibly talented footballer, very young, like, has he already played three Origins? I mean, we yes. were sitting here at the start of last year going – Will he be in the team? Will he not? Is he ready? Like Kevin Walters backed him in at the start of the year, he gave him every opportunity he possibly could. I just, I don't know. The more you think about it, the less sense it makes. Yeah.
1: It again. It sounds to me like it's being talked about a lot. Yeah. And you, as a young player, you're just absorbing, absorbing everything. You're so new to it, the bright lights. You don't know what's going on. You're absorbing and absorbing it, and it wasn't nipped in the butt quick enough mm. for it to stop permeating because we know there are other players in that squad that feel the same like that feel that kevy you know well i don't know if we still do but like if two have come out and you know there's been kind of whispers about other certain other players um you know feeling like they don't think that kevy is the the best coach i just think that this i I hate to be the guy that's like back in my day because it was different it was on social media all that kind of stuff but I don't know, as a young fella, I was never sitting there having an opinion on, like, what the coach thinks about anything. I don't think
0: there will ever be a day where that'll be fair play to come out and rag your coach like that. But so
1: many that. young players, like, where is this confidence? Comp- like, you put your head down. And, and Selwyn, Selwyn, his confidence is what makes him so great. But I just, I don't know, I just kind of always felt like I'm not a senior player. I have no right to say any of that stuff. I put my head down and do my job and we get on with it. And that's easy for me to say I came through in the best years. So, you know, when you're winning, none of this stuff happens. When you're losing, obviously this stuff happens. But I don't know, I
2: just... The Broncos were winning, though. I, <laughs> no, I know Cobos was after, yeah, yeah, after yeah. the capitulation. Yeah,
1: no, you're right. So, um, so look, a, a stuff up by Selwyn, not the end of the world, but it could be the end of the world for the Broncos in the sense when you're talking about a season getting off to a rocky start. Uh, we'll talk quickly about the Reese Walsh thing. Again, in isolation... Not an issue. You know, I mean, not, not an issue. Like, you shouldn't handle yourself like that. Any man, whether you're a professional or not a professional, you don't handle yourself like that. You control your emotions and you sort it out rationally. Um, and we're all being guilty of losing our head. But anyway, uh, the problem with Welsh thing is, is like, bro, after, all, you know, the, the stuff that you've had happen off field, you've got a responsibility to your club, to your fit. Like, you cannot be a forward... To put yourselves in situations where this happens because even though it's a nothing thing it it would only be a nothing thing if you didn't have those pre the pre-existing dramas that you've had then it would if you didn't have that it would be a nothing thing we wouldn't be talking about it but this is just just adds on to what the club doesn't need right now so again Isolation—it's a nothing thing—but he j- he just needs to be a little bit smarter, Rich Walsh, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: they all build up, and then when you get the selling thing on top, it's a domino effect of everything that's happened in the past. Though. Yeah,
1: craziness, crazy, and like <laughs> stepping to Fafita, bro. <laughs> I don't know about. <laughs> I mean, I love I love the the fight and the dog. I love it, uh, but this might be one that you just want to hard pass. Hard pass. Um, thoughts on the Rich Walsh thing, Timmy?
2: Yeah, another thing you said. It, it all just builds up, builds up, builds up. Um, and Reese Walsh has a long career ahead of him, and it, lots of experienced players with longevity in the NRL. They manage to avoid even the smallest of incidents. And I look at someone like Adam Reynolds, that the leader in the group, his whole career it's been seemingly flawless off the field. And they said it's not a big incident, but he's going to have to learn to, to get himself out of these situations as quick as he can because you don't want them building up on a, on a personal level either.
1: And also, you you begin to become a target then. Yep. Because you're out, people know, he's got a little snap in him, he's got all this in him, and before you know it, everyone's egging you on because they want to – The phone comes out. The phone comes out. They want to be the one that goes, viral. oh, Reese Welsh tried to fight my mate or whatever. Or or I knocked out Reese Well. You know what I mean? Like You already have to deal with that anyway as a footy player of of blokes wanting to test themselves against you. Add on to the fact you're starting to become a bit of a rogue. It's just like... um,
0: Add on to the fact you're as good looking as he is.
1: uh, Yeah, which is like, you walk into a club, you already want to get punched by every bloke there because he's like, I just lost my missus. I just lost (laughs) my missus. Maybe Fafita said that... His eyelashes weren't as good as they were and that's what <laughs> that's what reese Your looks was, are overrated yeah you're overrated like overrated looks bruh. and that's what set him off which i can understand actually Fair play. i take everything back reese you're in the right how dare you question his good lookingness uh yeah so look the brizzy broncos to, if anyone to sit here and say like there isn't concerns up there at the moment i think that's craziness i really do i i'm very concerned about what's going on up there um you know they tessie New just left um, to the Dolphins, like it, it has not been a quiet off season for the Brizzy Broncos at all. If they if they don't do well this year,
0: <clears throat> where does that leave
1: Kev? I think that you know, it's just it's a it's a matter of like the target is on his back now because two players have said it publicly. Then it becomes oh we'll see he can't. You know there'll be a, a, a section of people that go oh yeah he can't coach. Um, yeah, I mean I, I would hope that they could. The thing is, is like you can always make certain things work, and like let's say he's not the best communicator or whatever. Like, you know, you can always bring in assistant coaches to fill that that hole, and Kevy can be the motivator and the guy that knows what the club culture is all about. Um, and that's that's the thing that I really thought, and I felt like he did last year. He really brought back that culture of old, of like just high elite level winners, and and then obviously we fell off at the back end. But anyway, so. Yeah, very, very concerning. Um, it'll blow over Cabo. In, in Cobo's career, this will be, you won't even think about it in, in five to six years' time. He's got an incredible career in front of him. Um, he is very, very young. Even, you can you know, this, this guy's from a small, a small community. You know, it's when the bright lights hit you and you're from a place where, you know, you're just not used to that. You're used to a much where you're just talking like people. So I can, even though it's never on, he still is really young, and we all make mistakes when we're young. So, um, yeah, he'll learn from it.
0: Oh, on the bright side with him, I saw some photos of him training the other day. Mm. It's like he's starting to
1: oh, bro. stick out a little bit. Holy heckers. He is uh, – <laughs> If as long as he, you know, applies himself and trains and just applies himself physically, he'll just be whatever he wants to be. Like, whatever he wants to be in this game, he can be that. Um, I did find it interesting, even in the podcast, he said, like – he said, A, he wanted to play fullback. Um, B, he'd be training at fullback for the, the offseason. And that was this was after Reese Walsh had signed. Uh, and he actually even said, I think Reese will play in the halves. And I was like, what? No, surely not. Um, but this was before the preseason. So, you know, maybe he's just... Again, he, just, he may be just a young man that just talks and he's, he's not thinking about the weight of what he's saying
0: which is what I find it unbelievable <clears throat> that after that he didn't get home and go
1: fuck mm, yeah
0: <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure you, I, I've had them on my podcast guys have said something I've gone oh fuck that'll be interesting and I t- text them later and go hey are you sure and they go I actually better not yeah better pull
1: back from that mm, yeah that's something like you know anyone that has a podcast or wants to start a podcast there's absolutely nothing wrong with asking a question and getting an answer and if if, if you if that's what your mode of thinking for sure like there's nothing nothing wrong with that um but if you're a podcaster like me where you're more about you want it's you want the player to be comfortable where they can say whatever they want but they also have the right to go you know what like probably not the right time to talk about contracts cuz I'm about to come up to contract talk or or whatever whatever it is um you almost sometimes have to be, because they're giving you the benefit of dropping their guard you've got to give them the benefit of going well because it's not a professional environment, they may say things that, A, they don't mean, B, they, it's too hot, red hot right now or whatever. So um, I guess as a podcaster, sometimes you just got to ask yourself what you'd rather be. Do you want to be nut nah, when you come on the podcast, whatever you say goes up, or do you want to be, no, nah, this is more about hearing about your journey, your career, and I don't want you to feel like once you've said something, you can never yeah. take it back or whatever. Um, but, yeah. so. so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at
1: mintmobile.com. Disappointing, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, hopefully they can turn it around. Benny Eichen was down at training the other day, so it looks like oh, I'm hoping the Benny Eichen-Walter's situation has... Um, chilled out. Um, I just this, the Broncos are in such an interesting spot because it's like going into this year. If you had have asked before five six rounds of last year, you would have said these guys are going to be, you know, they could be the next Penrith. This is the, that's where they're tracking to with this young squad. Now going into after seeing all the drama, you know, I, I'd, I'd assume a lot of people are saying they probably missed the eight. With the right now, if you well, would I was about
0: them. to say to you, we, we we spoke about them as a top six potentially top four team. Only six weeks ago. I don't have them in my aid at the moment.
1: Right Uh, now, like with all the drama and that, and again, it's a long off-season, but very concerning. Very concerning.
2: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.